All right. So um, I have a I have a I learned something interesting about a friend of mine recently, and I just want to hear y'all's input on it. So um, there's this girl that uh, I met uh, kind of recently, and um, I guess like uh, in the past she used to be a phone sex operator. Now this young woman is is like my mm. age, so I'm just kind of fascinated as to like what the market for that was like recently because it was just over the phone, just audio. Um, the reason I bring this up though is because um, yeah, so we all we all basically know what phone sex is, but um, she said her rate at the time was two hundred fifty dollars for fifteen minutes. Y'all yeah, thoughts? Y'all have thoughts on that? I believe it. I don't. I'm sorry. I knew. I, I thought you would. I. I, I I know you thought I was going to go somewhere else, but no, I I think that's in the wheelhouse. I'm surprised she didn't charge more, to be honest. I would I just like to throw throw out there that the prostitute that approached me one time, her her price was quoted at a 140 for a half hour, which seems like a steal compared to the phone sex market. Apparently, the prostitute DM me on Instagram once told me sixty dollars for an hour. So, <laughs> I, I'm in Hawaii, so obviously there's a surcharge or what? I don't know what they call it in the. The I was the prostitute said for a cigarette I get a blowjob. <laughs> Just get the prices going down every time. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh to the legitimate sex worker that you're referencing. Um Yeah, no, I believe it. I it it, it baffles me uh what men will spend money on sometimes. And I think that's the moral of the story because I think at one point, uh, like, you know, you, that shit was probably like $15, like for an hour or something like that, probably. If not, like, you know, 15 for 30 or something. But um, that's probably such just a, a weird niche avenue now where it's true. You, could, it's true. you could upcharge it so much. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, this isn't kissed to me through the phone days. You know what I'm talking about? Like, these are. <laughs> This is, this is, that's, this kind of a weird business to still be operating in. Like that takes a, there's a certain clientele that is like, is, you know, paying for that. And I could see if that's your thing, you would want to pay top dollar. I can that's see that. That's a good that. point. Because it's, it's supply and demand. The supply, I imagine, is way down. There's not a lot of phone sex operators these days. I, but I imagine yeah. the demand uh, you know, it, 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 it is greater than the supply. I just think it's funny that we talk once a week for an hour for zero dollars, and she could talk for 15 minutes Wait, twice. Nope, that's false. Good I thought we, week. we've made like three dollars off of this. When? Where was I? You weren't around to get it. I was checking my Venmo every day. <laughs> what are you talking about? You haven't, you, you weren't around to get it. I was there. I feel like Evan's the only one that could pull off phone sex in this group. You're the only one with a voice good enough. I was going to say, what's the going rate for men phone sex operators? I say a good buck fifty. It's either way less or significantly more, and I don't know which it is. No, actually, no. I'll actually put it because like some men actually do really well in, like the sex industry, but like there's also a lot that they're they're really it's it's almost like a SoundCloud rapper. Like how hard they're trying to get on. <laughs> um. Yeah, good for her. I don't. I I'm surprised she quit. That sounds like such an easy gig to have. Fantastic All you have to do gig. is just. All you have to do is just say yeah three times, I'm sure, and it's like that's all it that's all it takes. Yeah, what do you think the percentage of dudes is that made it the full fifteen minutes? 
Yeah, that's another thing. Could you imagine you get 15 minutes and you really only need two and a half? Well, you just <laughs> talk about showing up to work and leaving early. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like she, she could be on to the next client. She probably made $500 every like six minutes. Like I, 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 I can't imagine why she even quit. She's I'm surprised she's not like a multimillionaire right now. She should be on the Forbes list. No, she's chilling. There's she's n- chilling. She's doing fine. Yeah, she set herself up well for for that. And then, you know, kudos to her. I'm pretty sure Owen fans like swept out that market though. Uh no, I'm sure they didn't. Yeah, this I'm, I'm sure talking about didn't. like I'm talking about like 2019. Like yes, OnlyFans wasn't the thing back then, but I'm also saying OnlyFans Yeah, I'm like, saying now not, though. It doesn't have the. Evan, it you, doesn't have the like uh, the the same the same mystery. Evan, you got you, know you to think about the guys that are still calling into this shit. These guys are probably in their like late forties, fifties, sixties or so. Um, probably older. I could see older. Yeah, probably older. Um, it's something that they were probably doing back when like that shit would just pop up on like you know Comedy Central or like. Um, Nick at night, like in the middle of the night and shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like those fun phone sex ads that would just pop up in the middle of the night. Hey, yo, that that rush of adrenaline I would get as like a <laughs> good like eight year old boy seeing mm-hmm. those commercials when I'm up at late. Mm. Yeah, it's wild that that happens. That I could fall asleep watching Cartoon Network and then that's what comes or not Cartoon Network, like Comedy Central, and that shit would come up. Yeah, and. No, it happened with Cartoon Network too, because uh, uh, Adult Swim would come on. Yeah. So they would they would show the same shit, and I guarantee you, like the the, like I said, like the the avenue that that resides on here, uh, it it's a good market, and you know, shout out to her. What, um, you you want to plug her real quick so that you know, <laughs> I think she's our listeners can go give her a phone call. I'm gonna let her breathe. I'm gonna let her breathe. But uh, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll ask her. I would love to give her some free advertisements. I wonder what the hey, audition is like. If we got five percent, if we got five percent of of her revenue, I that that would uh, that would cover all the costs for the podcast for years. I wonder what the auditioning is like for that though. Like, what what do you think they give them a script? Uh, she, no, she uh, she got approached by her landlord. All right, you want to introduce the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 24-7, I'm a real one. I ain't got no money problems, I ain't got no children. Dodging baby mama drama, whoop, that's a close one. Ass like a host, but her face like she hosts some, uh. Whole food shopping, and she work out every day, you know them news popping. Stomach on apple cider vinegar, she do something to me. Good sex, got you thinking me and you something. Thought it was, hey, thought it was, thought it was. Four fives, two ten. That's a dub, that's a dub Says she just graduated I'm in love, I'm in love Says she like to do the lounge She don't fuck with the clubs My type, my type Yeah, yeah, my type Like Biggie, if the head right I'm there all night Like Yeezy, when I see it I'ma hit it on sight Like Kendrick Lamar We gon' be art When I used to shoot my shot You a matrix Now you reappear But I hate tricks Look, nobody likes a fake hoe Bitch, love who I am Now my bank roll But I'm up so that is not realistic. Shoot my shot, then I check the ballistics. Shoot my shot, then I'm on to the next one. Shoot my shot, no stress when I'm sexy. Shoot my shot, 
Shoot uh. my shot, Steph Curry, it's a swish. swish. Gucci, yo, yo, you come explore the way I live. Explore. Been take up for baddies, put the chrome out on your drip. Chrome. Add up mathematics, just like magic way it flip. Magic. Look at the tone, who's chrome? Brown skin, just like the paddock on my arm. Brown. Fountain, you get allowance, ice and charm. Fountain, I make it rain a thunderstorm. Excuse excuse me. <laughs> hey, Alex, introduce it. Introduce it. Just introduce it. No. I... <laughs> I I beg your pardon. Excuse me? Where does this young lady live? <laughs> she I hope she doesn't live in the same same complex. Wait, what? Is she okay? <laughs> female, female landlord. Whatever, dude. All right. So this is the No Relation podcast. Uh this is episode 95. Uh this is Alex. This is Joe signing on. This is Evan. All right. Um, there's two topics I think that are heavy on at least my heart. I don't know about you guys. Can we get um, no, no? Can we please just get to to Usher? Because <laughs> I've been wanting to talk to this, talk about this for two days. All right, let's do it. Uh, Usher has his own currency. Um, <laughs> Usher Raymond. Uh, the the artist that is uh, known for making songs like uh, My Boo and uh, Little Freak with Nicki Minaj. Um, <laughs> Those are the two. Those are the two that you're going to call out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my confessions. <laughs> Fuck my confessions part two. <laughs> Fuck you don't have to call. Yeah. Usher Raymond, better known for his uh, hit single Hot Toddy with Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> hey, underrated song. Nigga said good no, kisser. See, <laughs> honestly, wait. We got Sometimes we got to talk. Usher has some trash in those albums, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we can get to that in a second. But, hey, but when he hits, like, he hits. When he hits, he hits. When he hits. When he hits, but his misses are some whiffs, bro. Like, those are... <laughs> <laughs> he'll miss the ball completely. Like, it was... Yeah. Anyways. Usher Raymond... Uh, Decided to print his own currency, so he has a uh, hundreds, tens, twenties with his face on it. Once, yeah, um, once too. He had once too. Once, once as well. Uh, now, turns out that story's fake. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, a sh- a strip club came out and said that uh, Usher came to the strip club, uh, uh, made it rain fifty thousand dollars of his own of his own money on the strippers. Now, turns out the story's fake, but he did leave a suitcase full of his money and faces at the strip. Okay, wait, hold on. I I just actually talked to someone who said that they know a stripper in Miami, and Usher did show up and use fake currency. So I don't know how. I didn't know we had boots on the ground for this. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) I didn't know we had a. I didn't know we had a senior correspondent that's just able to report that Usher. Did this is wait? This is breaking news. Can we add the effects? Breaking news. Uh, it is confirmed that there was a stripper in uh, Miami. Evan was able to confirm um, that she did receive Usher bucks uh, from said stripper. Evan, this is your time. Please report the story. Apparently, he's a bad tipper for one too. He didn't use real money. He was a bad tipper with Usher money. Yeah. God damn it! You're a good journalist. <laughs> That's, that's that's news. How does your dusty ass know a stripper in Miami? I don't know a stripper in Miami. I know someone that knows a stripper in Miami. 
That's not what you said. Joe, you heard what he said, right? No, he said that I know someone that knows a stripper in Miami. All right, that's not what I'm saying to people. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, how do you go about making currency, and how are you able to put your face on it? I, I think like it, that's... I feel like it costs more to make the currency than it would just a tip. To toss Usher some bail, I think it would be a cool idea if he walked into the strip club and was like, hey, hey, here's 20K. I'm going to give this to you now. Let me use my own money tonight, and then you can distribute this to the girls for the proper amount later. Like, But I want to throw my own money. Um, be a weird request, but they might let it happen. I don't know if that's what happened, but I would respect it. Um, that said, no, though, was- if, if $1 worth, worth of Usher money costs $6 to make, I'm I'm kind of questioning the decision making here. Um, how insulted would you be? Would you be if you received a, a bill with Usher Raymond's face on it? And be honest with yourselves. Me as a man, if someone approached me with a with a with a dollar bill with Usher's face on it, I have to fight that guy. I'm <laughs> depends on if they I were feel the opposite. Something from me, I feel the opposite. Yeah, no, I feel the opposite. I, I, I would my day would be made. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like if you were selling your Evan, if you were selling your TV stand on fucking Facebook Marketplace, and then a dude pulls up and gives you two twenties worth of Usher dollars and starts to walk away, what do you do? No, I look the at the money. Messed up about is I'm going and just go back inside because it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did a cost benefit analysis and I was like, nah, this is this is as valuable to me. As a, yeah. as a real $40 would be. Yeah, especially if he came and, like, picked it up himself. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's like at that point, it's just like, you know what? You know, my day's done. Like, you, I could argue this. I What was I going to do with the money anyways? Like, you know, get extra chicken in my meatball at uh, Chipotle. So, it, it, at the end of the day, what can you do? My my thinking is, like, is I'm going to get the money, right? And then, like, I'm not even going to check to see if it's an usher buck. I'm just going to go to the bar, like, later that night and then try to, like, get some drinks with it. And then the bartender's going to look at me crazy. Or not. Not if, <laughs> not if there's usher bucks already in the in the cash register. Say the bartender was Alex. <laughs> Say you guys didn't know each other. Evan walks in and is like, hey, let me get a uh, dark and stormy. And he hands you 20 usher dollars. What does Alex do as the bartender then? That's it. I did my yeah. No, I'm I'm just gonna go like, well, cash. Yeah, <laughs> free drinks all night. Probably that's what I would do. Yeah, if I was in that establishment. All right. Well, yeah. Exactly. Real question. We're wa- we've been waiting for Harriet Tubman on the twenty, but do you guys rather see Usher on the twenty or uh, Harriet? Usher. If we're drafting, if we're drafting, if we, if we were to replace all the all the dollar bills with R and B stars, who's who's going on what? I don't know. Usher's hairline was crispy in that um in those bills, so I don't know. So that was another thing I was gonna get. Joe, you had a good question, but like I, I just want to get here real quick too. This just also speaks to an amount of wealth that I don't think we're able to comprehend as well. This guy is so wealthy that he just said, "I don't even give a fuck about cash. I'm gonna put my own face on it," and I don't think that's what's being thoroughly addressed. Like he has so much money, he wants to have his own currency. Not yeah. like a Bitcoin, not a cryptocurrency. He's saying physical cash. Yeah, I'm he taking said, a fuck US Acon. dollar. 
He won up yeah. Akon. Fuck Akon's, you know, big whatever crypto. Like Usher's going for his own yeah. face on cash. Yeah. I'm putting my own physical face on the US dollar. It's not even like <laughs> I'm just going to ingratiate myself in with US currency. And I think that should be appreciated. Because if these strippers honestly weren't selfish, I think this this could have took taken off a little bit. How long do you think it took one of these strippers to realize like wait a second, there's there's something weird with this like $20 bill. One second. You think strippers can't recognize counterfeit currency? <laughs> She probably saw the All way right. it was fluttering through the sky and was like, no, something's wrong with that one. Okay, and then this brings me to my next point. It is now uh, the year 2021. Uh, again, I'm not a big strip club goer. Um, you know, if you like strip clubs, that's your thing. By all means, do it. Cash is not a thing anymore, baby. We got to figure this out. We got we to gotta figure out a way to where... I just went to a store, right? So I just went to a store, and I'm able to tap my card, um, and it reads it, and it takes cash. I I think what strippers need to do is they have to have the same type of system on their ass. Ah, and see, I think like they're one step ahead of you in Vegas. <laughs> I got a friend that lives in Vegas, and he said uh, a lot of places now they'll have like ATMs around. And you can like slide your card and then tap the amount you want, and then that shit will fall out the ceiling. And, like, have to, like, say your name. Like, hey, this, well, you know, David just made it rain on you hoes. And then, like, $1,000 comes out the ceiling and everything, the lights start flashing and shit. That's already was, an option. I was thinking you could just, like, make, like, the little, like, the easy pass thing sticker. But, like, slap it on a girl's ass and then, like, you know, just. <laughs> I was saying just slap the hoe with the debit card. <laughs> like, you just. <laughs> I bet they got QR codes. I bet they got QR code pasties at the very least. Well, no, like even it's like COVID. COVID. <laughs> uh, we were not, we we're in Australia. It's COVID. That's that's safe. That's safe practicing in COVID. So you know, how I worked <laughs> in Australia, right? Yeah. So in Australia, like they don't have like single uh, like denominations of of currency. Their singles are actually coins. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, same so with pretty gonna, much every other country on earth. Yeah, so you're not going to go go in there throwing coins. What you go in there and do is you go take your card. Say how much uh, ever you like you want, and then they give you like a stack of paper, pretty much saying like this is how much you're throwing, pretty much. That's a good. I went to strip clubs in Australia, and I don't remember that, but you're right, because you don't. They don't have one. You're not gonna make it rain with coins. It's dangerous. It's just yeah. No, they give you like a stack of paper, and like on the paper, like actually says like what denomination of money you're throwing, pretty much. Yeah, it was like vouchers, cash. Yeah. (laughs) I was actually just throwing out cash, which, I mean, if you are, then you're just blowing money at that point. I think the lowest nomination is like a $10, $10 or $20, one or the other. But. Well, the strip club's weird if you don't have anything to throw. If you just go to sit there and observe, that's just an uncomfortable experience. You have to, you have to throw. No, I have, I've had a good time just sitting there chilling before. Of course, you creepy ass did. I, <laughs> I've, never, I've never enjoyed strip club. Joe, you remember, I went with you to a strip club. I walked out with, like, more money than I came in with. I can't yeah, say because I handed you a lot that. of money. I have a big problem with that. <laughs> You've asked me for five dollars before, and I've told you go fuck yourself. You're not eating tonight. <laughs> but at the strip club, I'll just hand you ninety dollars and be like, "Have fun. Like, <laughs> enjoy your vacation." Well, no, you're like, you, you're like, are you going to, you know, give the girls money or anything? And I was like, I, I guess, and I just was not feeling it. I was not there. Now there was a guy across from us that was like, this girl was putting her whole ass. 
like in his nose. Like it was, <laughs> he was like getting his ass beat. Joe, I think you were trying to compete for like two seconds, but you realized that was a lost cause. But yeah, because you take out two hundred, <laughs> and then you're like, if you got to go back to the ATM, you're just you're taking out. Like just take it easy, <laughs> take a deep breath, buy a drink. Yeah, to this day, last time I went to the strip pool was actually with Joe. See now, y'all are making now y'all are making a hot for me. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I haven't that. I haven't been to a strip club in probably like two years. So like what with me? Maybe actually maybe that one night that we were both simping. Let's let's <laughs> let's not get it twisted now, my guy. Please, please. You don't even have me upset there because I know that's just a bold face lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, is there a, let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's, there's a topic I want to discuss. I don't know if you guys are really, uh, big on this one though. Um, you guys want to talk about Kyrie or do you guys want to talk about Natasha Bedingfield? Which one? I don't even know what Natasha, Natasha Bedingfield could be. Not Natasha Bedingfield is just quick. She's just quick. Um, <laughs> We can gloss over it. I actually, you know, I'll save her for my light skin of the week. Let's go. Let's do that. <laughs> All, right, All right. You got to Ir- Kyrie. Kyrie Irving um, was uh, recently he was uh, playing a basketball game as he does because he's a basketball player. And he uh, was called the N-word uh, by fellow black NBA player uh, Dennis Schroeder. Uh Kyrie Irving did not like this, took offense to it, and then got in this young man's face, and they started to exchange words. Both were ejected. Uh, Kyrie Irving did not like the N-word so much that he was uh, he did not play the following game as well. Um, there's Can't not much to it. this. Yeah, there's not much to this story. How do you guys feel about being policed on saying the N-word, though? God, I wish I was that sensitive where if someone called me the N-word, I would just not go to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> my white boss could call me an N-word I'd still show up to work the next day and not even report him <laughs> um, yeah it's fascinating to me that like that happened and they were playing the Lakers like Montrez Harrell is on that team like <laughs> you, you think that that N-word was the only N-word on the floor on that game the context was that they were Kyrie got in his face after like a foul and he said Calm down, nigga. And Kyrie got upset about that. What's important, though, is that it was not it was not Montrez Harrell. It wasn't LeBron James. It wasn't Anthony Davis. This was Dennis Schroeder, who is a very black man. However, he is German. This shit doesn't hit the ear the same. I think that's important to note w- within this story. Kyrie's built yeah, the same I've... team as Marcus Smart. Like I know he's. I know for a fact. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know. I remember when I was in London and you would hear someone say, uh, say nigga with the British accent. No. And it, yeah, it doesn't hit your ear right at all. Don't it's, like it. uh, they need to find their own word. It's not, it, it doesn't work for them. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it does not, it's not very organic. Bro. They can do that. I don't give a fuck. Just do whatever they need to do. But it's not. It's not the N word. It just does not work for them. British? No. It's 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 not. It, it's an American thing. That's that's the only that's the only intelligence shit I have to say about it. Because I've heard Africans say it. I've heard Australians say it. All black folks, of course. 
You know what I mean? But it's just like if you don't have uh, the American linguistics behind it, then it just does not hit the ear right at all. I'm sure it also hits a little bit more different. He wasn't even like British. He's he's German. Yeah. Oh, that that, that definitely. I don't think I've ever heard it in German, but I know it doesn't sound good. I mean, I don't think there's a way not to say it without the hard R in ger- like a German accent. <laughs> I'm surprised Schroeder is that that's even really in his vocabulary. I guess he's been on the, he's been in the NBA for quite some time, but still. Um, yeah, I don't. It's it's interesting to me because there's no chance that like that's not how they're calling out picks and stuff on the nets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like a screen left king. Like no, that's not what's happening. Well, that's yeah, <laughs> and that's I think that's the other issue of like you know you announced this that you're sensitive to that topic and now everybody has it going for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean look, um, that team has Kevin Durant on it, Steve Nash. Um, they also have like DeAndre Jordan. Like they're they're they're, they're all saying it. <laughs> um, like that you threw Steve Nash in there. Yeah, but like he was playing against Markeith <laughs> Morris. Like, are, are the Morris twins just saying like, "Hey, brother, good game"? <laughs> no, and that's. Have you guys ever had a guy come up to you and say, "Don't call me the N word"? Yeah, it's always. A yeah, but ball. like it was someone that definitely should have been called it. It's always a guy with like dandruff, bro. Like it's not <laughs> like it's. <laughs> It's always someone weird, and it's just like they actually kind of deserved it. They normally and pick the description just, of a nigga. Yeah, like I don't know. I I'm indifferent. Like I get when some people don't like to be called it, but and we yeah, don't have to stay here too long. But yeah, your preference is your preference. But at the end of the day, like uh, if we're all American here, like it's a it's an endearing term, whether you agree with that or not. I mean, I. I I have plenty of aunties that would disagree with me. I have plenty of dudes that read one uh, Malcolm X book and would decided to disagree, but uh, nah, it's 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 not like that. Also, I don't I don't like the narrative that uh, it's like a it's a slur or a derogatory word or anything negative. It's it's a reclaiming of a word that was originally uh, meant to be endearing in the first place. So it was correct. And you know what? That's a thing. Like. That's the thing, and then maybe one day you'll you'll look back and be like, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't like that, you know, and that's fine. But, um, it's it's a word I say every five minutes in my head, at least. Like I, <laughs> it's it's a part of vocabulary. I don't know. It would take. I would have to go detox uh, if I was to like get get rid. Like when Papa John, yeah, you gotta have to go saying, full Papa John on him. Yeah, yeah say, no, it, Papa that. John was saying it, it took him a while to like you know get the n word out of his vocabulary, dude. I fucking felt him, bro. <laughs> like I, <laughs> like that made so much goddamn sense to me. Like I couldn't imagine not saying nigga on a daily basis, and I can't. I'm sorry for that white man because it's a hard word not to say. It's really fun, um, especially when like especially when you like are like you know got the caliber to say it. You know what I mean? No, it's it's like it's like adding salt to your food. Like once you start doing it, you can't stop. Yeah, yeah, and that's and, and that's another thing. I everybody when they first start saying the word is not good at saying it. That's another thing. Yeah, it's, it's just like it. <laughs> first couple of like times you said it in word. middle school, yeah. it didn't feel right. Didn't roll off the tongue right. Yeah, but then you know, like you, you get your own, you get your own flow with it. You get your own pattern, and you you adopted it to be yours. And that's exactly what black people did. Yeah, and that's why it'll um, never hit the ear when someone from the another country says it because they ain't grow up with it like that. Right, hundred percent correct. Um, 
You guys want to talk about white men buying you drinks or a Natasha Bedingfield now? Um, we have the best transitions in podcasting. Oh, we really do. <laughs> Which one? Which one, guys? Come on. They might go hand in hand. We don't know. I don't know what <laughs> Natasha Bedingfield did. And I, I don't know where this no white people buying drinks thing came out from either. So. Oh, I was uh, – I was uh, I was out of the bar testing out my new uh, Pfizer vaccine. Um, How's it going, by the way? You look healthy as a healthy as a as a doll. Uh, it's going really well. Uh, my waves got shinier actually, um, so you know that's a, that's always a plus. Uh, I, I I feel good. You guys feel good after your shots? I um I, I haven't I haven't really tested mine out yet, but I mean, um, oh well. I tested mine out, and that's a, that's why I put down this topic of white men that buy you drinks. And this is this is a straight white man. So you guys have never been out, and a, just a straight white man likes your vibe and just buys you drinks. I, yeah, that's uh, yes, happened. I'm 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 gonna say I'm in the top five all time in that, and I'm 24 years old. <laughs> I'm so good at getting drinks bought for me by heterosexual white men. Yeah, so. That's that's exactly what happened with me. This this white guy just he he what age demographic enjoyed, are you talking? He was uh late twenties, early thirties. Okay. Um but this white man he just enjoyed like the company that I that I brought around him and he also just um he I, I guess I you know, I, I'm I'm pretty funny. He enjoyed that. Um, and since that all corresponded with each other, he bestowed it upon himself to buy me at least $300 worth of drinks. And I, (laughs) I have to say the generosity level of that guy was astounding. Um, and that's all I really had to say, you know, shout out to that's it. Wait, hold on. Wait, no, that's it. That's, that's, that's what you want to talk about with Natasha Bedingfield. Really? (laughs) Did you expect her to have that much there? Not even that much. I didn't open the message yet. (laughs) (laughs) This is. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's a topic. That's a topic. Let's not get distracted, though. I'm not impressed. Uh, I'm no, not actually, impressed. let's get right into it. We'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about this. We can bait if you. I'm not impressed at all. But I mean, that's. I it's get not it. about being impressed. It's just about. <laughs> it's just about, a general surprise. Like, yeah, where did it come from? Did you see it coming? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> this girl wrote "pocket full of sunshine." Are you fucking kidding me? Did she? <laughs> You got a Pixar butt back there. What are we supposed to do? Looking like Mrs. Incredible out here. God damn. It's all right. Oh, yeah, shit. no, it's Evan. We know. Like, you know, it's, it's it's just dandy. But did Come on. Come on. Yeah, Evan, sometimes you just got to let life surprise you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you get, it's the small things you got to be excited about. 
I don't know if it's because of my bias it? because I'm I normally prefer melanated women, but I mean it could just because same. I love black women, but it's just the fact that like we didn't see it coming. That's what I'm. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> Did you watch the full video? No, I stopped after like a good like. Once I saw that, like I thought that was it. No, no, yeah, you have to watch the full video. <laughs> uh, this is yeah, a disaster. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. Yeah, I saw that part. It's, it's there. It's cool. All right, whatever. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> Joe, did you enjoy? It? Is did, did did you like it? I did. I did. <laughs> okay. Hey, Alex, talk to Joe about it. Obviously, I'm not too impressed by it, but I mean. Dude, no. All right, so neither of us are like, holy fuck, Natasha Bedingfield. We're just fucking shocked it's there. <laughs> <We're> just, <laughs> exactly. No one thought she'd be caked up. Like, what, what'd you expect? I thought Natasha Bedingfield was like 63 now. She like, she's. I will say, like, though, I will say though, uh, Natasha Benfield does have um, some some slaps. <laughs> Unwritten is a slap. Pocket full of sunshine is also a slap. There's another one I forgot what it's called, but it it still hits. I know every single word to both of those songs too. Unwritten's hard, bro. Unwritten's really really hard. I'm not it's even not because she has an absolute dub choke of an ass, <laughs> but it's just. <laughs> No, nah, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. I had uh, I had them written download on my MP3. Oh, see, back then you were nervous about it. you didn't want anybody to know that you liked it, but goddamn, was it hard when it uh, when it did come on and no one was around. Mm-hmm. All right, Evan, come on, you were a little shocked. Like, come on, you. No, not really. You don't. You can, you're gonna sit here and act like you don't like surprise wagons. It wasn't a wagon to me. <laughs> stop! 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 It's a wagon for her. I was That's gonna what we're say. getting we're not- at. Like it's not. <laughs> we're not comparing her to fucking like you know Cardi B or Megan The Stallion. We're just we're just excited. It's there. We're just- <laughs> I'm happy you guys are excited. I really am. Bro, you it. live in Ohio. Stop acting like your taste is that great. Uh, stop. See, this is actually. I'm upset with you now. <laughs> I've seen you in your Uh, element. You're going to sit here and tell me. You're going to sit here and tell me that that's not good enough for you, bro. You're from Dayton. Do not forget your roots. Don't forget where you came from. You're walking around the bar, and you're seeing the pretty girls there, and you're like, yeah, they're all right, but the girls in New York, of course they're better. The girls (laughs) everywhere are better. We're talking about where we're at right now. It's it's redundant to say. It's just unnecessary. Just be happy with what's in front of you. Joe has seen me in four different elements. I don't know what he's talking about this Ohio element. We're talking about right now. We're talking about right here. When me and you are Mr. Pitifuls, we're not sitting here like, yeah, this is all right, but Miami, though. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) We're trying to have a good time today. Life is short. (laughs) Yeah, he has a point. Clearly, it's better. It's it's clearly better everywhere else. But, I mean, like, can you just not enjoy the moment? We're having a good time here bonding for a second because pocket full of sunshine is actually pocket full of just ass. She's got... (laughs) 
didn't know her back pockets were just full of butt. <laughs> <laughs> we just shot. She can't fit shit in those, bro. <laughs> Couldn't fit a credit card in those pockets. <laughs> oh, fuck. Evan, I'm sorry we're having a good time. Jesus. Uh, it's got a hate over here for no reason. If it was Jordan Sparks, would you be happy? <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously, who's it got to be? Is it got to be Can- Vanessa, the girl that wrote A Thousand Miles, whatever her name is? Who? She's white. Yeah, well, anyway, Evan's a hater. It's well established. So, yeah, white guys give you guys drinks at bars. How do you guys feel about that? We're looking at a picture of Taylor Swift, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if you saw Taylor Swift was just a little more back there? What would you do? If Taylor Swift got in the gym today and just started squatting every day until 2023, and then she popped out to the same little thing that Natasha just did in that video, you wouldn't be a little excited about it? See, that's Again, just that's w- just a shitty way to live your life. That's it. That's all I'm saying. You, you you're entitled to your for opinion, somebody. but you're gonna die sad and angry, and that's not on me. I don't. I want you to. And, I want you to be happy. And we could keep it here because Chris Maloney uh, was on Law and Order again. He just made an appearance again on Law and Order, and he's double caked up. <laughs> he's Stabler. You guys watch Stable? You guys know what I'm talking about? Stabler on Law and Order? No, no bro. Is it just me? Oh. <laughs> That boy has some butt. Like that's <laughs> that's that's a it's a healthy healthy uh, workhorse back there. Um, then no, both of you guys never seen Law and Order. You guys don't know who Stabler is. You're talking to the wrong crowd, homie. All right, whatever. My only cop uh, comp is if Viola Davis came out and did that. That's the only thing I can probably say as a good like. Well, of course, Evan. That's see, that's the fundamental issue with your with your thing here. Not talking about Viola Davis. We're talking about like Viola we're Davis talking about Vivica Natasha Fox came Benningfield out and did that, right now. You know, Tracy Ellis Ross. You're literally just proving my point further. You're talking about Miami. We're in Ohio right now. That's that's <laughs> that's the difference. I'm sorry, my mind gets outside the box. You're talking sometimes about sometimes you have to work. Sometimes you have to work inside your box to get outside of it, Evan. We're at Wendy's. You're talking about a steak, you know, like a fucking steakhouse here. Like, that's not the every time that you get a McDonald's, every time you get a four for four, you're like, yeah, this is all right. But fucking that Brazilian steakhouse I had that one time, that shit was hard. Like, the, you know, so this is OK, but it's not for I'm me. So, I'm, I'm sorry. White women don't do it for me, but I love them. Unwritten still probably, you know, Unwritten's probably the second best song I ever made right behind All Gold Everything by Trinidad James. Well, I guess we can end that on something we can agree on. Um, white men, white men buying drinks. Um, yeah, turn my swag. Uh, uh, turn my swag on's a close third, though. Um, I I like to uh, I like to see. There's always a white dude at the bar, um, button up shirt and slacks. Um, he looks like he got out of work, but that's actually what he thinks he should be out in. And um, you could mm-hmm. tell like he used to have a good time, and then after the divorce, he's been just looking for some fun again. And um, normally, if you walk up to that guy and just comment on what games on the TV in the background. Or just say, like, man, there's some girls in here tonight. Uh, that guy will feed you for the rest of the night. Hey, you want a shot of whiskey? <laughs> you want a Bud Light? And all you got to do is listen to, him, listen to him talk to you for three minutes. And then... Uh, oh, no. I, I, I did that. And he was like, 
what's your best tequila? And then I saw an American Express come out, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and that hoe was black, was it not? It was gold, but, oh, I mean. Okay, you okay. Know. You got to, bro, I, we were in college not that long ago. You had to learn these things. I'd have $6 in my pocket, and I was only buzzed, and I would want something to do. And that, that's a, that's a re- very safe go-to. I think it. Yeah, uh, I think a, it helps with racism too. I think it closes that gap a little bit. <laughs> like you know what? He's not. So you know, bad. sometimes. You know, sometimes I think white guys that do that are they, like in the back of their head. They're like, you know what? This is my recompense. <laughs> like you know, like they. Uh, this is their like you know. Let's just get this out the way now, and then like you know, this is my good deed to minorities for the for the next year. It's a form then, of. You know, it's a form of reparations. I'll take it. I'll take I'll it every take time. It. I love getting um, drinks bought for me to this day. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, I, I love that. Have you guys ever had like a? It was from. Have you guys ever had like a random white guy just hand you money? What? Are you a prostitute? <laughs> nah, bro. That happened you never, to you? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Where? You've lived a very colorful life, Evan. Pitifuls. Did he think you were the plug, and then he got nervous afterwards? No, he just came up to me and said, like, yeah, this girl you're with is total smoke show. Here's, like, $100. What? Yeah. That I'm sounds not like making a really confusing up. interaction. That happened to me once. There was another time, like, some guy just dapped me up and handed me $40. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't I Did he I don't try know and kiss you afterwards? I don't understand. <laughs> no, no, but each I, time was times I actually really needed that. <laughs> If a guy I handed me a hundred dollars and tried to kiss me, I feel like I'd be obligated to at least just I'd indulge it for a second. <laughs> I'd make it I look like an prostitute. accident, but <laughs> I think I think you're a prostitute. Did you like like exchange any pleasures with this guy? Like, what'd you do? Did you hold his hand? No, just he's, just gave it to me. All right, so this girl, I guess, got one point two million dollars and got arrested for not giving it back. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's the story. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I saw that story, and um, I my first thought would be like, what would you guys do? Because apparently it was like a bank error. Like somehow she ended up with one point two dollar million dollars in her bank account, and she didn't um, report it, so they arrested her. Yeah, yeah. My that's thing, not my fault. My no. My my that's question. My question to you is how fast would you guys be in a country with no extradition? See, that's what I'm confused about is like how did they arrest her? How would they find her? Cuz if I if I were to wake up one day, check my bank account and there's 1. Point whatever million dollars in it, um you bet your ass I'm not going to be in the US for very long. Not even not even another 40 minutes. However long it takes to get to the airport is how long I would be there. Clothes on my back. If I knew if I knew I did nothing to get this money, I would look at my bank account. Then the next thing I would do was actually drive my car, park it in front of the of the um the gate. Um and then I'm not even a bag, just walk inside and just like, hey, I need a, the quickest flight to Argentina or so I don't know where, but just get me out of here right now. I would go to the nearest casino and be like, What's the largest amount of money I can withdraw at once? And I would get that, and then I would be like, I would like to exchange this for cash now. These are my winnings. <laughs> and then I, I would leave yeah, with I a would, duffel bag, and you would never see me again. Yeah, good for her for, you know, getting arrested. Because uh, me personally, um, 
I, yeah, I don't know what countries we have, like, ex, you know, extradition laws and so, how that works and a shit. A quick Google search. <laughs> Joe, yep. your computer is faster than me. I'm going to guess Brazil. Um, <laughs> Brazil, sound, sound about right? Let's see. Let's see. All right. Uh, Afghanistan, Algeria. There's already plenty of countries, first of all. <laughs> Algeria, <laughs> Azerbaijan, Ar- Bangladesh. Armenia, Armenia, Bangladesh. I'd always wanted to go to Bangladesh. That sounds like almost too many co- options. Oh, there's, actually, there's a, there's a, I can't even read the whole list. That was just the A's. <laughs> Cambodia, <laughs> Cameroon, you, Chad, Lebanon, Laos, Kuwait, Ivory Coast, Indonesia. Oh, shit. Oh, I'd be, I'd be pop up in Bali in a second. UAE, bro, you could go straight to Dubai. You could literally go straight to Dubai. You could cash your money out in Dubai. Ukraine, Uganda, with Tongos. Like, people do know they have ATMs in other countries too, right? Uh, actually, I would, pro- I would go probably, probably go straight to Dubai. Of all these places, i go straight to Dubai. Just because I could be the most bougie. I could run through the 1.5 mil because I'd probably get caught for it eventually or at least be wanted for it. So the best thing to do is to spend it. And um, I would have a really cool three days. I don't know. I'd just go well, to Bali. No, you, go to Bali yeah, or Afghanistan. No, I'm sorry. You'd have to you have to fucking find me, bro. Like, good luck. And <laughs> that's honestly, you're gonna you're about to go on the scavenger hunt of your life if you gave me a one point five million dollars. Cause uh one, uh I'm a fine I'm a I'm a try to get I don't know how the the only issue I'm gonna have is how to get at least some of that money out. I don't even need most of it. I just need a good portion of it. <laughs> well, once I once I get a good chunk of that out, like you guys, you know, like freeze my cards or whatever, but I'm gone. Um, yeah, if I got $1.2 million, I'm literally sending a, uh, a message to like whoever like police force is trying to find me. It's going to be a scavenger hunt. Uh, it's going to be a map. It's going to be like national treasure down there. <laughs> like, I want you to find me. <laughs> I'm going to let them know what my address is in, uh, in uh, Bangladesh, too. I'm going to let them know. <laughs> Because they have no, they have no God given right to go to Bangladesh to get my my hard earned money. Oh fuck, um, China's on this list. China wouldn't wouldn't even give you back just to be petty. <laughs> I feel like some of these places would be like, all right, like you know, we don't have an extradition law, but like you're uh, in a lot of trouble. China would be like, nah, you you live here. You can be emperor of a small town if you'd like. Fuck the U.S. <laughs> I don't know. All I heard was Afghanistan on number one. The troops are going to be out out of there by uh, September 11th. So I'd say. It's probably pretty cheap there, property-wise. It looks like it's most of Africa and most of the Middle East, which sounds like a blast to me. <laughs> Tel Aviv is not a bad place. That's in Israel. Yep. And Yeah, I think there's extradition to Israel. Yeah, yeah Israel's not on part, the list. <laughs> Israel's not on the list. But if you wanted to go to Lebanon, which is just around the corner. <laughs> hey, so how much is it, do you think, to make that – that 1.5 in them all in my face. I want to. I want to get my face like how Usher did it. I want to get that <laughs> onto the 1.5 million. That would be fun. I would get 1.5 mil printed and then give that back, but it's my face. <laughs> like I'm sorry, exactly. I didn't realize I would get in trouble for this. Here y'all go. <laughs> I thought you just had like a lottery system. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I look so much better than all these crusty old white men. I just figured I'd just <laughs> give this back here. Um, just let's just put it in the circulation. It's fine. It's legitimate. Yeah. 
It has a 20 but on it. I don't know why you can't use it. Yeah, you'll thank me later. Um, what what other top? You guys want to talk about what's this uh, DJ Mustard thing? Uh, did you hear about it? Um, he hired a personal shopper to um, pay her $6,000 a month, $72,000 a year pretty much, just to do his personal shopping. Um, she ended up using his card to purchase, I think, well, like either $50,000 or over $100,000 worth of her own stuff. Yeah, he accounted for 50k, but he thinks it's closer to 100k worth of just personal shit. He said she went to one Gucci store and dropped 7k. Yeah. Like uh he was uh he was upset at the fact that he's literally paying her $72,000 a year just to do shopping, but like she's out doing like $100,000 worth of other shopping. Yeah, basically his argument was like you literally had the easiest and best job in the world. And you threw it all away so you could get two cute Instagram pictures off before I caught you. <laughs> yeah, he she really fucked up because uh, I would just simply get my own groceries. I would. <laughs> <laughs> what a you don't understand the sweat off my back if I just was like going to like grocery stores and just buying my own shit. And if he wanted to come, <clears throat> if he wanted to come at me sideways about using his card while doing it, I'll be like, look, nigga, I got to eat. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, kiss my ass. That's all I got. Shout out to her. She really fucked that one up. Yeah. She was making $72,000 a year just to run around, buy stuff for his nigga. But how do you get those jobs? Have you seen her? Yeah, she. Yeah, you would. You would yeah, understand. There, there's a reason why she has it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You were not pretty enough to have that job. <laughs> yeah, it's not like um, she applied for it. Probably. I mean, she's. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I would simply just, you know, use the card for. I mean, little shit. I don't want to be traceable. It was like, was he looking at receipts? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. She was dumb enough to do, like, a whole separate trip just for herself to, like, buy clothes for herself with his card. If she, You like, know what I mean? There's there's better ways he, to finesse that. Yeah. He has a lot of money. I'm sure, one, he won't care if you're getting extra bread because you want to, like, make sandwiches for your kids at school. Like, I'm sure that's not something that's going to, like, pop up as a red flag. It's going to pop up as a red flag when you drop six you know, six figures on Gucci shit. That's that's when I think shit gets dicey. Yeah. When she popped up with a uh, $7,000 uh, Gucci order and then her next Instagram post is her uh, posing with Gucci knee pads on, that's when you that's when a red flag comes up. There's Gucci knee pads? Yeah, she had some sort of designer knee pads on. It was very confusing. The fit she chose, not great. I'm, not, I'm no stylist, but it, the fit was not worth it. Yeah, and another picture is like another outfits look good. Objectively, she looked pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you guys do in that situation? If I stole the money, or if I just had a job paying me seventy thousand dollars a year doing nothing, that uh, I I don't think I'd steal anything. I mean, at that point, like I have enough money to buy my own shit. Now, wait, where yeah. am I living actually? Because if I'm in, say, well, you're probably in L.A. So I'm probably an Uber driver on the there's side. like 40. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would honestly, he would probably fire me just based off of me being like, yo, give me a beat, bro. I can rap. <laughs> Let me rap. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me. 
Why? All right, wait. You don't have to pay me this week. Just produce me a mixtape. Just give me a mixtape worth of beats. <laughs> I want to be Missy Elliott. <laughs> yeah, no, I would fire you too. That that that's way. More. I, I'd tell you just no. I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Just shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> is she going to jail? No. Yeah, he'd have to file a lawsuit. He literally just trashed her by name on Instagram. That was her punishment. Hmm. All right. Well, well, well. You guys want to do our segments here? Yeah, let's do it. Every time I get on Vine, it's a dark-skinned nigga talking shit about a light-skinned one. When I pull out that pistol and get to shooting, y'all gonna think I'm something else for real. Uh, light-skinned of the week. Light-skinned of the week is just where we uh, like to... Shout out someone that uh, stood out to us throughout the week. Doesn't have to be light skin, can be anybody. Um, do any of you guys want to go first? I'm ready. I'll go want. first since you guys are okay. t- silent. I'm going to shout out Natasha Bedingfield. Uh, shout out to you for making two two really really good songs, and also shout out to you for you know being unproblematic. These are the things that happen when you're not problematic. I think you know like. Uh, well, you're not problematic, you're not racist, you're not in a lot of stories. You know, you, you get a little plump back there. I think that's what the moral of the story you is. You know who I would like to see do that? Anne Hathaway's. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me some Anna Hathaway's. I bet she will appreciate it. I would like right. to see it. You know, right. <laughs> Alex, that was a good point. Your booty gets bigger when you when you're on um, problematic. Shout out to her for hiding it from us all these years. You you would have thought somebody would have sniffed it out. No pun intended. Yeah, there wasn't an Instagram post or nothing. That's just <laughs> been back there sitting. Just. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, my light skin of the week is uh, Brock, Brock Hampton. Um, they released an album this week, and um, you, you, I don't know if pe- people are Brock Hampton fans. They're they're a great uh, rap group slash boy band. You should check them out. But um, I'm just excited because their first three albums, um, they made these these really amazing uh, albums and projects and mixtapes and songs. And um, you know there was plenty of great music on it, but they named every single song a bunch of fucking nonsense that had nothing to do with what was in the song, and it drove me goddamn crazy. They'd have a song with a very distinguishable and catchy hook, and I would go back and try and look at it. And all the song names were Swamp and Dead Baby and Shampoo Bottle and all this shit. And so uh, they made an album uh, this past week, and uh, all the song names are uh, correct. And it made me very, very happy. Maybe they listen to the podcast. I'm pretty sure I've complained about this before. Uh, Maybe Childish Gambino can take notes off that because his last album had a bunch of nonsense for song names too. Just name your song whatever's in the song. Stop naming your song some random bullshit that you came up with after it was already done. Was your album actually good this time? It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Their last album was very fleeting. Yeah, it wasn't great. There, there's, didn't leave there's, much of an impression. Their, their music also hasn't withstood some of the tests of time. So I think like, uh, Charles Gambino is a good comp- com- uh, comparison for them, I think. Nah, they got Just their energy back. Music. They got their energy All back. Right. So shout out Brockhampton. Thank you for naming your songs uh, something regular. You you made a fan happy. Maybe they read my emails. Evan. Uh, my mine's for loco. Um, 
uh, White Claw just announced that they're going to be uh, releasing like uh, whatever, like seltzer with um, like eight percent alcohol or whatever. Um, someone said they're they're uh, I think what uh, something to the fact that uh, they're they're up there trying to uh, like compete with Four Loco, <laughs> and um, I think Four Loco's response was like, no, 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 they're not competing. They're just trying to. <laughs> They're just trying to get up. It doesn't work like that. Like, Four loco. I don't know if any of you guys had a Four loco, but the last time I did, I Back went to. In, like, like, the real Four Locos or, like, like the what, what they have now? Uh, yeah, we'll no. The, Evan, you weren't even drinking back when the real Four Locos were out. The real Four Locos were actually, like, smoking crack, the closest you could ever get to it. Wait, no, didn't they, like, have to, like, actually, like, reduce, like, the, like, the alcohol? Correct, yeah. Cap- no, wait. <laughs> What you're drinking now is watered down. Like the uh, the other four locos were like causing cancer. The CDC like had were, to step in. Were, Seriously, yeah. <laughs> there was like that's not a joke. The CDC had actually had an emergency this, like, Senate pop up meeting. and was just like, yeah, they're like, we need to get this shit off the streets because it's like ruining families. Uh, it's tearing the country it was, like, apart. It was two dollars and fifty cents. Uh, you could go to the gas station. It's the only drink no one would check an ID for, and. <laughs> Um, and yeah. you wake I up. I didn't even know it was alcoholic until I drank one, pretty much. Because it tasted like bubble gum, but yet it was seventeen percent, and it had enough caffeine to kill a kill a full grown bison. <laughs> and they were just handing these out casually to nineteen year olds, like that wasn't going to ruin their lives. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason the the cocaine epidemic is coming back, and it's mostly because they're trying to fill a void that that left them. Um, yeah. Cocaine market was down and Four Loco was good. I'm excited about the seltzer wars, though. I wish I could have gotten hip to like how, how popular seltzers were going to be off top. I, I don't know if any of those are public companies, but goddamn if you could have invested in White Claw in the beginning. I, re- I just need th- these places to pay homage to Twisted Tea. Once they do that, then then we'll talk. I wish Four Twisted Loco tea. came out with a seltzer. They, I thought they were. That was I think that was a joke. What do y'all think of 8% seltzers? You going to cop? Sure. Uh, what? This is not going to do anything for me. I, I'm, I'm too far gone at this point, Joe. I'm going to have I'm going to have three of them still be able to operate motor vehicles probably while everybody else is drilling on the floor. And then, you know, like, what, what am I supposed to do? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't. Well, if I have a seltzer, it's because I, it's like there was nothing else available. I'm not really looking. It's not like I'm going to go out and purchase these. I feel like the if fragile masculinity is, crowd might be a little excited about this. Like, oh, well, they made a tougher version. So yeah. Now I'm going to start copying. If, if I get White Claws, it's because I know people are coming through. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a very good. Yeah. It's like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to get a pack of White Claws. It's a very neutral vibe for drinks and shit so yeah you got to keep a grip in the fridge but it's not like i get home from a long day's work and crack a white claw if i have yeah. other options no no not at all um let's do game of the week um hey what you want about me i'm still here i'm living my life i'm winning i'm dreaming i'm inspiring i'm silly so I work hard. I get mine. Game of the week is us giving you advice 
Um, probably shouldn't listen to. Um, did we write anything down this week? I think there's something there. It's been there for about six weeks now. What is this one? Is it don't accept money? It's kind of ironic because Evan was talking about how he was. <laughs> Apparently, white men just hand Evan money, so. You take your own advice. I yeah, guess. Evan, you, you, yeah, do you have anything to say about this one? Who wrote this? No clue. We got to quit drinking as a unit because this is getting bad. <laughs> we just put random shit in this whole fuck. This this is the, the game of the week is you need to either like walk around with a GoPro if you're going to start drinking like this heavily or you need to like, you know, uh, uh, abstain. Uh, which one? I don't know which one you guys are thinking about doing, but. GoPros are expensive. I don't know. It would be helpful. <laughs> Have you guys ever just, like, taken a couple weeks off of drinking? It's funny how many things fall into place. I start having vivid nightmares, but my body starts healing. You know who else I want to see? Tina Fey. I want to see Tina Fey do that. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you're critical thinking now. Because you, you got two good ones there. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that was the No Relation Podcast. <laughs> this is Alex. This is Joe signing off. Who's that white girl that played uh, Mary Jane in, uh, in the first Spider-Man? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just stop here. I'm down with you. Be right there. I feel you. Best baby, you know that you've been my favorite